RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. These are my favorite Mondays, Victory Mondays, of course, especially coming off that uh, debacle that was that Saints game, and hopefully everybody's forgotten that one. And if you need a victory to forget a crazy, ugly game like that Saints game, this would be the one to get it done. The Bucks go to Carolina, beat the brakes off them, 46-23. to 23. Um, It was a closer game at first, and then the Bucks just kind of imposed their will on them a little bit in the second half, which is a beautiful thing. Now, I've always said that, you know, excuses, you know, are like asses and elbows. Everybody's got them. Hopefully you got both of those. The Bucks were on, a, I guess, were seven hours late to get into the hotel. They got there at midnight. They didn't have much time to sleep, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. They really don't. Tony Dungy taught me and the rest of the team a long time ago. Nobody cares, Okay about what you're going through. You got to be able to deal with adversity. So your your flight being a little bit late is a little bit of adversity that you have to figure out ways to deal with. So the Buccaneers got that done. They go to Carolina. They play a pretty darn crisp football game. Defensively, they made a couple mistakes in the first half that they took care of in the second half. Offensively, you know, other than Rojo fumbling early, and if you're a Rojo fan, you had to have been scared that that was the last they're going to see of Rojo. And listen, I don't know what to think of Rojo because you can't put the ball on the ground, okay? Not on a consistent basis. I do not think he's a special running back. He had a special game yesterday. You know, even if you take away that 98-yard run, you know, there's still, you know, a good, efficient running game that happened there yesterday. Now, when it comes to Rojo... I'm okay with Rojo being our running back. I am, okay? I just don't think he's special. I think he's as special as a lion is in front of him. You know, we I have a few former teammates of mine and guys who know quite a bit about football and sit here and listen to the game on Sundays, and we had this little debate, and I said, well, what does he do well? And I don't know what that answer is. And when you're putting the ball on the ground, you better show out, and he showed out yesterday. So he did enough yesterday to make sure that he's going to be at least toting it for the next couple of weeks, but stop putting it on the ground. And if you're a guy who puts the ball on the ground, he hasn't done it too, too much, but too much. He hasn't done it too much, but too much, if that makes any sense. And if you're somebody who's not real big at catching the ball in the backfield, you better be able to tote it. And Rojo was toting it yesterday. Now the Bucks got all those rushing yards and it had a beautiful uh, day of rushing, um, despite not having Ali Marpet in there. And, you know, I'm starting to worry about Ali Marpet a little bit. I know Ali a little bit. I met him last couple off seasons. Nice kid. Great football player. Um, but when you're, t- you're talking about linemen missing games for their, for their noggin, you got to start getting a little bit worried. You don't see that too often. You see receivers and you see running backs. We don't see linemen too much. So I'm hoping that Ali Marpet feels better. Uh, Jensen did a pretty darn good job filling in at left guard and uh, had a very key block on that 98-yard run. So we did okay despite not having Ali Marpet in there. I would like to see Ali in there going forward. I think he's our best lineman. Now think about talk about the lineman. Tristan Wirfs, I don't know if he's not playing Pro Bowl football. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't, I don't watch a whole lot of everybody else's games, but 
Tristan Wirfs is almost invisible. And that's the best thing you can say about a lineman. I don't hear his name at all. Every once in a while with a good block, that's a good thing. Tristan Wirfs is fantastic right now. Great, 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 great pick. Good for you, Jason Light. Now, I find myself defending Donovan Smith a lot, okay? And if I'm going to sit here and tell you I think Donovan Smith's a great football player, I don't. Do I think Donovan Smith's a NFL left tackle? I do. The second we get rid of him, somebody else is going to scoop him up, okay? Donovan Smith has probably four clunkers a year. And the other 12, he plays okay. He's been okay this year. And he's he's been around so long that I think that when he does have one or two bad plays from a left tackle, the left tackle is going against the best rusher usually every single week, okay? Because that's the QB's blind side. We all know that. But listen, Donovan Smith is a NFL left tackle, and there's not a lot of them out there. I love people in the media and, and fans that want to get rid of this guy. Get rid of Donovan Smith, all right? Watch what you ask for. That's what you asked for. You get rid of Donovan Smith. Now, all of a sudden, you don't know what's out there. You know, other than grooming somebody. You know who doesn't want to groom somebody is Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady, for the most part this year, has been pretty freaking clean now. He's been pretty darn good as far as pass protection goes. You know, one thing that could be a pain in the ass, and that's cable. If you're sick of cable, and I was... Uh, it's time to switch to Fubo TV for live sports news and primetime TV without the complicated contract. You know, we all love watching TV and we hate dealing with cable companies. It's time to finally cut the cord with Fubo TV and you basically pay less and you get the same amount of channels. That's, that's the most important thing with cable. It's a cost and the amount of channels you get. That's it. The monthly cost of cable can be over $200 and Fubo TV can be about $65 a month and be watching the same channels. You don't pay for a DVR, the installation. It's just really, really easy. They have the major broadcast, the major cable network, so you can find your favorite television shows. And once again, for you guys out there who love sports, uh, you, you're not going to miss any NFL, NBA Major League Baseball, NHL, Premier League, La Liga, all the sports will be with you on Fubo TV. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners a free trial and 15% off your first month by going to FuboTV.com backslash Beckles. There's no contracts and you can cancel at any time. Once again, go to FuboTV.com backslash Beckles, 15% off your first month. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com backslash Beckles. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. Now, last week, once again, with that three-point extravaganza that we had, there was so much, you know, finger-pointing going on with the wide receivers and Tubia bought Antonio Brown in here. And I heard from pretty good sources that there was some beef going on in the sidelines in that Saints game and people were pointing fingers and there was some yelling going back and forth and that's what usually happens when you're getting your butt kicked. It really does. Now, yesterday, to me, was one of the better equations I've seen. The Gronk scores a touchdown. Evans has a couple fantastic uh, catches, a couple worldly catches. Had 11 targets. So Evans had the most targets. AB had the most catches. And Godwin had the most yards. God bless. Here we go. That's, it's not going to always work that way. But if it happens that way more often than not, we're going to be okay. Cameron Braid scored a touchdown. Once again, God bless. We need more out of Cameron Braid as we go forward. But it's an equation that's going to have to, you know, 
Tom Brady's going to have to keep his eye on it because you don't want that sulking wide receiver. And I hope they're not that, but they all are kind of. Like I've, I talked to Michael Clayton. I talked to Vincent Jackson last week on air. And listen, to a man, if you're a wide receiver and you're the go-to guy, you don't get the ball, you're pissed. But, and that's just the way it goes. I asked both of them, who's the biggest divas on the, on the football field? And they both, to a man, wide receivers. They're divas. They are. So find a way to make them all happy. And everybody seemed to have eat, eaten yesterday, and I think everybody's happy. Defensively, I thought we played fantastic in the second half. Got off to Bridgewater a little bit. You look at statistics, you know, sometimes uh, scores can be deceiving. When you attempt, you know, 24 passes and you get 136 yards de- uh, passing, that's efficient defense, okay? That's efficient defense. Defensively, we played efficient. We stopped the run enough. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater didn't, there wasn't too, too many big plays out there. And we got after him enough. We didn't punt the ball once. They punted four times. I mean, when that happens... You win. We got three sacks. Okay. We can live with that. Now, in between some of these good things defensively, you got Jamel Dean, who seems to be running around almost sometimes like a chicken with his head cut off and doesn't quite understand maybe the coverage. or I I don't know sometimes, but he seems to be at times three steps behind. And it got us in trouble last week. It very nearly got us in trouble two weeks ago against the Giants, and it will get us in trouble again because that's on film. That is on film. We're going to play better teams than we did yesterday. Listen, Ronald Jones fumbling yesterday, it's not a big deal today. If we're playing a better team, it would be a big deal. You have to understand that. It's not about just winning the football game. It's about doing things that are going to last throughout the year. And the Bucs did some things that are going to last. That running game would last. Don't stop. Don't stop running the football. You see what happens when you run the football more? You score more points. You don't run about football at all. You score three points. That's not rocket science. Everybody's happier. Everybody eats. And the Buccaneers had the ball for 36 minutes this week. Last week, they had it for 20 minutes. Why? Because they, they threw the ball every damn play. Even receivers want to run the ball, keep it even, and keep it balanced because it's, it makes their job that much easier. So that is a game to build on offensively, defensively, even special teams going forward. Uh, None of it gets easier. And there's no, there's absolutely no team on that schedule right now in the back end of this Buccaneers schedule that you can pencil in and go, oh, well, that's a win. Because there's not a lot of them in the NFL, period. And the Buccaneers have been up and down all year, literally. and. You see them play a game in Green Bay, uh, play a game against Green Bay and throttle them. And then you see the Saints game and you come in the Giant, and it's just up and down. They got to find some consistency going to the back end of this season. If you just look at that game yesterday, that looks like a team that could make some noise in the playoffs. If you go back the week before, that team ain't doing nothing. A team against the Giants, not so much. That team against the Packers, okay. So we're kind of up and down. But listen, Rams, Monday night, Chiefs uh, next Sunday, Vikings, Falcons playing good ball twice. That ain't easy. None of that's easy. And the Buccaneers need to figure out a way to win three more of those games uh, to get into the playoffs and hopefully more to win the South because Drew Brees went down yesterday. You never know what could be happening 
with the Saints. So I hope you guys enjoyed that game yesterday. I know I will. And um, going forward, let's hope the Buccaneers put some more of those out there on Sundays and Mondays. It'll make us all feel that much happier. If anybody wants to hit me up, email-wise, IanBeckles at RadioInfluence.com. And I hope everybody enjoys their victory Monday as I am going to. And make sure you're listening to the Ron and Ian Show from 3 to 7. It'll be actually 3 to 5 today. 6.20 a.m. and 95.3 FM. Everybody have a wonderful week and enjoy your Victory Monday all the way to the end. Have a great day. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Looks like we're headed to a greater propensity of these games getting, well, in some cases canceled and some to this point postponed, but we're running out of postponing dates. I have a real concern, and I really think there needs to be a concerted effort, particularly at the big-time level, and I know that it is expensive, but let me remind folks that, for example, the SEC loses money by not having the Alabama-LSU game being played. CBS doesn't have to pay. That's They get a rebate for that game not being televised. So there's money at stake or money lost when you can't play. So it would behoove in my mind. I, I would look at it. And, of course, college football is so poorly organized, so poorly run, and it's so individually run that I think at the major college level it would make a whole, would have made a whole lot of sense and would make a lot of sense for them to say, look, most of the colleges are sending their kids home for Thanksgiving in a week, and they're not bringing their kids back to campus. It's going to be virtual learning for the rest of the semester. It would make all the sense in the world to basically, in a bubble, bubble up your teams like you saw in the NBA, Major League Baseball, I don't think – I think it would make a lot of sense to – yes, it would cost money, but you could perhaps save the rest of the season. I, I, I just think it would make a lot of sense. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>